Episode 166, Whoa. live TVI. Live and direct. In Live and direct in your ears, in your eyes, if you're watching on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash we are TVI. Um, it's good to be back. It's heat. We've got a heat wave. We've got the air con. There might be a tiny bit of low level background noise today in the studio. We've got the air con on because it's like 35 degrees out. Um, there's also some party dams going on out a in the. Tanned air. bicep. Um, you, did you fake tan it to show up the shadows better? <laughs> I didn't actually. I just, <laughs> just drew it on. It's a fake. You got an uh, implant. <laughs> Have you ever seen their muscle that really implants? Hurt, actually, didn't. Yeah. Like how funny are they? Just like. Done that papar- the head of the paparazzi guy. Do you remember when he was on that celebrity? Oh, yeah. He had the abs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look horrible. Why not just draw? You could just get a tattooed abs on. Or surely. Just fucking. If everyone, if people lost weight, that everyone's got abs, didn't they? I mean, all right. Some of us. <laughs> that have, sounds like some sort of. Some of us have gotten prominent. Andrew Tate vibes. Everyone's got abs, yeah, just <laughs> underneath. Um, but it's true that abs are made in the kitchen. No. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Big up Tate. <laughs> They're all bitches, Tate. Um, but there you are. I mean, that is true. It is mostly dietary, but you know, you do. They're not really, to. Phoebe. Phoebe's in, in the hot seat today of producer. Um, pressure, a lot of pressure on you today because we're going to try something new, um, oh. which is we're going to try and go to a, a a live broadcast to the Edinburgh Fringe, sort of a, a roving reporter. We thought we'd check in at the Fringe with with somebody we know. Uh, today's is Abigail Shamon. Get the low down. See how it's going down up there. Um, we just thought, yeah, let's see if we can get them to zoom into the see studio mid show. No sound check. <laughs> I'm just gonna hope it's, it's not gonna work. I'm gonna say it now. I think it's gonna be a catastrophe, but who knows? Um, it's I'm, I'm now. I, I, what's your? Are you missing not going up to Edinburgh? I know you don't like the place, but even as a, like a visit, not. not even as a visit. I don't even like it as a really. I've never visited as a punter, but no, I'm, I'm I don't like pre comedy. But um, did I'm, you go there pre comedy? I went. I didn't even know. I didn't even know what it was until I did stand up. The the year I started going to watch a lot of stand up before I started open spots was when I found out about it and I went up to watch shows and that coincided with me then beginning my open spots. Where was your first gig? My first gig was at a place called the Actor Centre. Plus Stuart Golds. <laughs> Just taking notes, trying to work out how to get better at comedy. <laughs> that sounds like I'm digging out Stuart, but that was the whole the whole concept of the show, wasn't it? Didn't he start the comedians comedian as I a, think you were just I'm learning out, comedy by talking to comedians like Was that how it started? I yeah. thought that was the idea of it. I mean, now it sounds like I've insulted Stuart. What I thought the idea was we're going to learn the craft of comedy. I think you should. Uh, and that's why it. it was like, I always thought it was like he was saying it as the search for the, fight, the, the, the search for the him. secret to comedy. Um, mm. But because why, otherwise, why would you be asking about people's craft and that? I suppose, yeah. I don't listen to how people do comedy Not without I. trying to go like, oh, maybe I could implement some without of these saying, tools You should myself. try something different because that's shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> what were we talking about? I was saying, no, yes, yeah, so I, my first gig was at the Actor Centre in a, 
Covent Garden, which I don't even know if that exists anymore. Not the African Centre, the Actor Centre. Yeah, they're very different, <laughs> different centres. Because the African Centre is where Top Secret started. That yeah? started, yeah. And the Actor Centre, what gig was that? It was a it was a one off showcase from this weird um, sort of. They stopped doing gigs there after your set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, "It's the best first gig ever." It's like when Elvis did his first gig, <laughs> and they're all calling up. Fuck man, that Dreamboat he is a dreamy guy, and he was playing Elvis. Oh man, he's absolutely. Stupid. I mean, he's no, he's not as dreamy as Elvis. That no, getting me Elvis immediately. No, yeah, um, but yeah, them I mean, cheekbones. <laughs> Did you those bum it? cheekbones? No. <laughs> <laughs> Have they been contoured? What's it called? Contoured. 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 Yeah. Um, Did you, do you, Phoebe, think Elvis was a very attractive man? What's your thoughts on Elvis? Um, doesn't quite do it for me. I don't really? Do you think he's one of those sort of guys His that is more of a heterosexual a man's idea of a good looking man? There's a lot of those. It seems to be mean? men are his biggest fans, aren't like they? Clooney and Brad Pitt. Every bloke always goes there like top of my list if I had to get bummed by a bloke. Not but Clooney. Like, actually, Clooney's boring. I think women probably have much more um, heterosexual women uh, or bisexual women probably have much more um, acquired taste yeah. technically. A bit more than just face structure. Um, like who's your who's your number? Dick. If you had to, out of all the famous actors, who's the best one? Oh, I don't. That's tricky. But on on Adif podcast, they rip me to shreds because who's the who's the Miles? What's his face that's in Top Gun? Oh, Miles Teller. Yeah, I basically was like, but I prefer Timothy Chalamet and Beautiful Boy. That's the kind of vibe. Oh, really? So you're not into for. a beefcake. You're like a little waif. It's not even that. It's that he's like broken, drug yeah. addled. Oh. oh, you want someone sad. You want to save him. Need, is that what it I is? I need a fixer. Oh, really? This isn't, fixer what I would, this isn't what I would choose. This was just a, uh, an observation of who I've gone yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. And I have since decided to uh, switch up my type. Where did this <laughs> Timothy Chalamet chap come from? I'd never heard of him. And then I watched June. They grew him on a little <laughs> tree. <laughs> I think they did. Do you have a good relationship with your father? <laughs> 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 but to be honest, now you are turning to Stuart Goldsmith. <laughs> better than most, oh, yeah. oh, that's which nice. is then. So I don't have an excuse for any weird behaviour. Right? Yeah. You know, most girls like, oh, I you don't, don't need an excuse for weird behaviour. You can just be weird. I can just be weird. Yeah. Um, I'm currently writing the eulogy of. I'm going to be saying at my dad's funeral. I don't know why I'm laughing. It's quite an extreme <laughs> thing to do, isn't it? <laughs> it just. I'm laughing because that's like, saying that sentence sounds fucking weird. But um, it is weird writing a speech. Mm. Did you do a speech at your dad's funeral? No. Just did your normal 20. <laughs> I just did my... <laughs> Just did my old stuff. Exactly. I'll <laughs> Open with your Weatherspoons joke. <laughs> <laughs> Close with somebody's going to get a blowjob. <laughs> and then went out. <laughs> Thanks for coming, everyone. Thanks for coming, everyone. It's a sad time. <laughs> yeah, it really means a lot. Um, so did you say there was no, so you didn't do a speech? I didn't do a speech. People did. Yeah, I didn't want to. You didn't want to? No. Or didn't... Um, why did you feel it would be too hard? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Or you didn't want to write the new gear. <laughs> I didn't want to write any new stuff. <laughs> um, it's a yeah, it's a tricky one because like it is, I, and this again so that makes you sound like I do think doing stand up rots your brain because I I've been writing a speech. I'm not going to say it word for word, but I've sort of I thought I should get it down so I can tell them how long it's going to be. Mm hour and 20 <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing Edinburgh preview a bucket afterwards but no but it, like you can't help think in my head I'm like normally if you're writing you're new material <laughs> you've got a fly a team it ends with my uh, t my Twitter handle it ends with your story of your dad dying 
but yeah, like it's there's part of me going like I'm nervous about saying it because I was like I've not tried it out before. Is that what fuck? Try and plug TVI. Can you <laughs> <laughs> for more of that gold, everyone? That's a QR Check code up. for our uh, podcast. At the Sign back up there. to the Patreon. <laughs> you know, there's a WhatsApp group, and yeah, yeah. Anyway, thank you. But um, no, genuinely, like because it's hard to write anything you're going to say out loud without putting it in stand-up terms. Yeah, so yeah. So I'm yeah. writing these things, and you know, in my head, I'm thinking like the little bits where I'm trying to be a bit amused. I'm trying to keep it light. But yeah. I'm not, I don't want it to be funny. You know what I mean, I'm not. I have to keep stopping Especially myself. Especially if you bomb on your ass. But the thing is, I've got. To, I'm trying to stop myself from writing it as f- f- stand up. So I don't want it to be a fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I do want it to absolutely still be ultimately at a funeral. Yeah. I'm not trying to get. It's, I'm not writing it as like I want. You know, I want to laugh every ten seconds. You know, every twenty because it's a funeral. Every twenty seconds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stretch it out a bit. Benchmark. Um, the forty minute slump. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone gets sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird process writing it. I'm gonna keep it tight, no more than like ten minutes. Yeah, that's a good. Call. Is that long? That's what the thing. I don't know if that's a long speech. Um, I mean, you're the you're the son, aren't you? Like, I think that's all right. Ten minutes. I think it's about because I'm, I'm no the only expert. one doing a proper. So like, my aunt's yeah. gonna read out a little poem, that's and that's it. We're gonna keep it very short. So I reckon it'll still be only. You're like going 20. on art. You're headlining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if someone drops out, I'm around. Always be close. I'm gonna show up late, so I have to go on last. <laughs> Um, driving the other the other acts, yeah. I, so before we started recording, I was telling you, I'm not going to name any names in this story, um, but I witnessed. I will name them on our pot on our WhatsApp right, patreon.com slash yeah, 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 yeah. wearetvi join. Our I, I witnessed group. like firsthand live this week the clash of generations of comedy uh, in that style. So, you know, basically, I witnessed a older sort of you know. Older circuit, somebody who did the 90s and the 2000s, you know, just we sort of caught the end of that Racial when we started. Uh, but, you know, the old stalwarts of the, the comedy club war. scene. And obviously now the world is totally different. It's a whole different influx of young people, different generations, different styles, different sort of um, sensibilities. And I watched um, basically somebody, this older act, do what used to happen across the board almost when we started, you mm. know, when we started the headliners, the older rats, sort of treated us like shit mm. until you proved you were funny and then they talked to you and they yeah, wouldn't yeah, treat yeah. you like shit. And they'd always give you advice that you didn't ask for or didn't want. And it was almost like this weird rites of passage that you sort of basically felt like, oh, well, I've just got to, I've got to take my licks while I'm new, innit? Yeah, yeah. And then you work your way up and then you're sort of, you're in the I club and you're no fine. shit from them. <laughs> you just won't get in the gigs. <laughs> I didn't gig. <laughs> but no, but I basically just saw that thing of, an older comic try and give uh, advice to a new comic and just it was very cat handed and very sort of like you know it wasn't asked for it was unsolicited advice yeah and that sort of and that newer comic from the new sort of wave who aren't our level our generation who just had to just sit back and take it and be like oh yeah this is i'm a i'm a fucking newbie i just this is what i do i have to take shit from older acts and it, she got very upset, and it was just, it was a real diplomatic incident. And I was like, "Fuck, man, it's hard. It's a different. It's harder the now." Problem, I, yeah, I feel like we started in quite a sweet spot. Of, yeah, you know, it was it was pre-social media. There was none of that. Like you could just go out and just do loads of gigs and learn without yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. just too much pressure. You got and like you know you didn't. There wasn't this weird feeling like you were. There was a clash of civilizations between. Do you old think the comics newer acts new are a bit more? bit more entitled a little bit i'm not saying fight. it's entitled at all i do think it's just generationally do you younger, hate them young, all no <laughs> no one one thing i will say and i'm not this isn't i'm saying that it's totally right for somebody to say like why are you um, giving me advice 
Yeah. But don't give advice to people who haven't asked for advice. That should be the standard. Yeah, rule. that should be the general. But yeah. I will say, just in a generational sense, young people. He didn't you know, mean is, any harm by it. It's no, no, he did. It wasn't patronising. That doesn't take away from the fact it was unsolicited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, I think that is something that. Yeah, but I do think there is also the the, the younger people and the young people now are what were their more sensitive. What were their genders? Huh. <laughs> Look, I'm not giving any information. Oh. Um, but I, I mean, I probably, yeah, I will say it on the WhatsApp group. I think they everyone. were. Were they theys or thems? Huh? I think you have already exposed. Do you reckon? What, their genders? No. Oh, yeah, probably have, yeah. actually. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, it is that thing of, I, I don't think, I think the older act was wrong to offer up advice without asking, but meaning do you want well. some advice? I think he was well-meaning, but it, it, that's, that's by the by, that's a separate point. Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, I think it was, but, but also the way the new act responded was like, oh, that is a generational thing as well. I think, we, you know, these younger people now a are bit a bit more, more snow, sensitive. Snowflake. Bit, <laughs> I'm not saying the word snowflake. I'm not fucking Jordan Peterson. I don't know who even says the word snowflake <laughs> anymore. But, um, but yeah, it is that thing. I think younger people are more sensitive now to Snowflakes. criticisms. Which is I don't know. I like what, how you both looked at me at that point. Well, you're young, but you're you're a bit <laughs> more yeah, hardy, you're a I tough, reckon. You're a tough, wise person, I think. Yeah, yeah. The amount of shit you get thrown at you every yeah. day, it's hardened you. I up. nearly got shit thrown at me a couple Actual of weekends shit. back. I bet your mates Actual were shit. snowflakes though. Uh, some people got really drunk and we got them to leave the club and they were outside the club and they pissed themselves and one of them shat themselves. In uh, on purpose. As no. an act of defiance. No, oh, right, okay. no but, but then I'd, I'd gone out to get something from the shop across the road and I could hear one of the guys going, that's her. And I was like, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Shitty no. pants getting thrown at you. Yeah, I don't mm. want that. True I story. don't know if he would have done that. But. Um, I was about to say his full name. I probably should leave his surname off for or just give legal the reasons. WhatsApp group. Um, <laughs> but it's no, he's not a comedian. There'd be no way of knowing. But a friend of mine from childhood... Uh, his name is Richard. I'm not going to say his Richard name. Wallace. <laughs> but um, we went on a lad's holiday to Tenerife uh, when we were 18. And we had a big bust up, a drunken bust up. Just loads of us had a bit of a ding dong. And, um, and me, him and one of my other mates went back to our flat. We were sharing a, an apartment. Fucked. And he basically just went into this rant about how he hated us all. Because I, I just got into a dark place mm. when he was drunk. <laughs> we were sitting out on the balcony, and for some reason he was in his pants and like a shirt. He'd taken his trousers off. Good thighs. And he um, he shit his pants on purpose and threw his dirty pants at me and my mate, other, my other mate Rich. Oh my god! And um, and <laughs> it was fucking so disgusting, but like so extreme. What in, he it, what, in an angry way? Yeah, 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 yeah. He went. Oh, he goes, I fucking hate. We were trying to calm him down because it'd been a big argument. He was like, I "Fucking hate you lot. I hate all every one of you." And he just went. <laughs> he just pulled his pants off and threw them at us and just ran oh, off. Oh my god! Ran off into his room and it's like you know. What was he like? Was he like a bit of a baby kind of guy? A bit bratty like that? That's all. Oh, that's just, extreme. He was just one of them guys that when he got drunk, he got drunk. You know what I mean? Like. And he got quite emotional and sort of. Was he know. ashamed the next day? Yeah, but not he too much. Have been. <laughs> not as much as he should have been. Like, definitely, he might not have admitted You just made me think he definitely should have been a bit more sorry. Should have been mortified <laughs> and ashamed he deeply. Was a little bit like you know he was like yeah I shouldn't have done that. It's like really? <laughs> really? I don't know, man. You sh- it's all right. You shitting in your pants on purpose. Yeah, and frying yeah. it at people. But it was fine like that when I mentioned the other a couple of weeks ago on an episode about how wanker I got in Luxembourg at that wedding. I, um, you did really the same, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> no, because he was always one of the ones that in there was a small, you know, out of the big group of mates, he was one of the ones in the group of like they're going to get the most drunk and we're going to have to carry them home. 
and he was one of the ones that saved me when I was the most when I was the most drunk person in well, the You're gang. still friends with shitty pants boy. Yeah, of course. Oh, it takes more than throwing shit at me to drop you as a mate. Yeah, but Julian knows that. <laughs> <laughs> but you should uh, at least like get him back. No, you just got some. You get everyone gets a few like sort of. I think get out of jail free cards. I think the shame pull. has got him back, isn't it? Well, clearly he wasn't ashamed. That's the thing. I reckon he, he, he might not have been vocal about it because he's with his boys, but he probably must have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's proud. of I mean, that. you can't do I that as a human being might be and a not be proud shamed. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I don't um, I don't have that weird thing where like if somebody does something to me, I don't. If it's a mate. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to be like crawling on their hands and knees and like, I'm really sorry. No. I'm happy sometimes just to write it off and be like, it happened, let's move on. I forgive people. Oh, no, I'm stuff. the opposite way. If a close friend of you mine are. has fucked me over, I'm like, no, 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 you need to do a bit of groveling to really? show that you actually care. You want payback. Well, if I'm going to forgive you and let you back into my life, you've got to show that y- you've changed really? something. I don't know. I feel like you're probably, that's a better way, your way. Well, it's the way of, you know, no one, ultimately, what is... The difference between men and women. Oh, people. shut up. <laughs> It's not. It's more. I just think you, um, you know, f- f- your forgiveness should be unconditional, shouldn't it? It should be. I forgive very quickly. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm very forgiving. I forgive you, Julian, very quickly. Oh, thank you. It's for the best. Otherwise, Unless I get we betrayed. wouldn't have a yeah, The amount of comments already this morning. I mean, even when you get betrayed by your partner, say an affair or something, does it take you long to kind of? Wait, what? Sorry. If you get betrayed, like you know, when you're if your partner yeah. had an affair. Yeah. That's a hard one to kind of get over in it. I think I forgive yes. quite quickly, but I want, but because I forgive really quickly, I want them to prove, yes. to show to show that they care that I've forgiven. Okay. Yeah. Um. You be, yeah. We've discussed being cheated on in the past, haven't we? Yeah. Have you been cheated on? No, knowingly, yes. I mine one. I I sort of found out about one like down the line. When you're not uh, that invested. When we're not together anymore. Yeah. Mm. It's easier, uh, that one, isn't and it? And it was fine. I literally didn't have any. I was like, oh, that's fine, really, isn't it? Because I've moved on. And like, mm. there's no point getting upset about something that you didn't know about at the time and just happened. And now you're not. If it was a relationship you're still in, obviously you're upset. But if you're not in that relationship anymore, yeah. then that relationship wasn't meant to be. Were you still, friends? Were you still like talking to them? Because uh, I might have brought no, it up with po- them. Very rarely. Oh, then, yeah. But like, you know, sort of say hello, a little bit of contact now and again. But like, I would ne- not to the point of like, oh, by the way, I found out this thing. No, you wouldn't have said it. No, let it be. Yeah, there's yeah. no point. If you're over them, I mean, you're not even, in, you're not feeling need, the need to say no. that, are you? Well, that's what I mean. I suppose it shows that you're over somebody fully. Yeah. If you found something out about that, like that. and you're I, like, I, Yeah, matter. I found stuff. Like when I split up with a, a girl when I was like 21, 22, it was, I was fucking devastated. Was that just last week? Yeah, <laughs> a couple of a couple of weeks ago, and forty five years ago. <laughs> but I that was the probably the worst I've been in my life, mm. and um, and then like, but a year later or so, I heard about them doing something, and I didn't care either. I was yeah. like, all oh, right, it might have just been all oh, right. That I felt a bit bad for me back then. Oh, that had been I didn't know that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But you don't. I don't care. No, I didn't have any emotional like guidedness. Yeah. It's hard, yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Because you're sort of then getting, you should always, if you find out something happened in your youth, imagine you found out your pet, pet dad, parents did something when you were young that you had no idea about, probably didn't have any effect on your childhood. I think it's. I think some people take it really like, oh my God, it's ruined my childhood. It's like, it didn't really, did it? You're now ruining your childhood retrospectively with yeah. the memory of it. So actually it's probably reframe better just- Reframe it. Reframe it, that's a nice way of putting it. 
get on with it. Just get on with it. Right. Have a cup of tea, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, it could be an age thing, though. You just get to an age where you just go like, oh, what's the point in stressing about something that is, is done? Mm. You know what I mean? Um, That's a hard one for people, then, when their partner has an affair. It's fucking brutal. In real time, that is brutal. Oh. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's like, oh, like, at first it's like shock. It's like, it's like oh, remember, you're like, I'm not even that bothered, really. And then you go I, to sleep, you wake up the next day, it's just fucking all over <laughs> you. <laughs> I remember I saw the messages that an ex of mine had sent when oh. he was cheating on someone. And I got, oh. but normally I would get upset, but this one made me so angry, but I got so hot, I had to start taking my like, layers what off. What way? What does that look <laughs> Because I was just like, angry. I'm going to get naked to read. Yeah, literally, I was just angry. I was like, get boiling up. Yeah, yeah, the bus yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. It's, um, you, um, can you chuck me a grape? I'm oh, sorry, yeah. Is that okay? Shall I see That's if I can catch great. it in my mouth? Do you want a, do you want a, do you want a tiny bunch? Oh, I'd love a tiny <laughs> bunch. <laughs> Have a little tiny bunch of grapes. Thank you um, so much. But yes. Anyway, that's enough chat about... Um, what? How do we get onto that? Um, I don't know. I think I brought it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so I'm writing a I'm writing a eulogy, and uh, that will be done next next episode next week. Do you want to run? I'll it report back now? on how it went. I'll record it. We'll put it out on Patreon. Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could. Re- why don't you do that? People would be interested. D- d- this is again. This is I this is like why I, I recorded I'm my not dad's funeral. On Patreon for sake. I, I recorded my dad's funeral was in you know the church in Covent Garden that big yeah, church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But his sister's in Australia. She was like old and she was losing her eyesight and. They were really close, and she couldn't go to the funeral, obviously, because it's yeah, in London. Yeah. So I had to video it for her. So I set a video up, but the mic was so bad, and I sent you it. You had to dub it over. <laughs> it's like a Bruce Lee <laughs> just, film. Just put a... <laughs> <laughs> like Jackie Chan. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but the mic was so bad, she was like, oh, I can't really hear the eulogies and stuff. So I sent it. You remember Joseph Wilson, the comedian? Yeah. He was working in like some uni or something. And I got some sound guy, but he was taking. I don't, this story's fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I couldn't get the sound right, so I fucking fucked it all up. Oh no. Yeah, so that happened. Yeah. But where? So you got a comedian to read out the eulogies? No, no, no. To, you to meant to sort the sound, sound edit, level. Edit, oh, edit. Oh, oh. <laughs> there was an editor. So you meant like afterwards you went to a comedian like and was like audio description. Like, what's that app that you can get? Famous people to like say happy birthday. Oh, cameo. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Have you ever received a cameo? No. I've been sent a couple of cameos. From her? Oh my God. I thought you were going to say you did them. No, no, no. I I got asked a couple of times, but I got emailed from cameo saying, Do you want to join up? It was like, Who's going to buy cameos? Because obviously, there's no, there is obviously a tier, like, there's famous people, but then there's people that just have any minor level of. Sort of There's fame. definitely comedians around here. Loads of comedians I know that are on Loads cameo. of comics do it, yeah. And um, I, but I genuinely am of the mind of the, the the sheer small number that would come through cameo. I would just if they messaged me direct on Instagram and went, "It's my it's my wife's birthday." You couldn't We've give done her a, a shout bur- out. I've done them. I've done personal ones just on Instagram because we've done them, haven't we? Like, yeah, we've done it's, birthdays it's and like, Can you send me one? Five hundred pounds a minute. I'll just do it. I'll just do it. Do you know what I mean? I don't. I don't need a. I don't need eight pounds. Whatever it's going to cost, twenty pounds. Someone had the um. That, you know the saxophone player off Lost Boys. Oh, so it was a good. Yeah, he was like. <laughs> they What's sent his me name? to show Tim me something. I but I got one. Uh, I got two actually. Uh, on the birth of my daughter, 
my wife got me two cameos, one from an actor called... Um, Is it Tim Capello, sorry? Tim Capello, yes. Uh, but um, I got an actor called... Uh, what's his name? Brand... No. He's Brandon. It's he, Basically, he's a, he's a musical theatre actor who plays uh, Javert in the current production of Les Mis oh, in the Chauffeur, West yeah. End. Um, he's a brilliant... Uh, Is it Javier Munoz? It's not. No, he okay. might have taken over. Javier he might have had a change. Philip Quast. No, it's the current in the current production. Currently in the West End. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Um, I think you're reading out uh, older actors. Oh, sorry, sorry. Come on. If I know my lame. Bradley Jaden. Bradley Jaden. That's there it. We go. That's why I was Ooh. saying Braden. He's a very handsome man. Yeah. Very talented. Wait, hang on. Who sent this to you? So my wife got me a message from. <laughs> Bradley Jaden on so the I'm, what, I'm fucking your wife. <laughs> <laughs> but what, it, why is he your? Uh, I'll just put this up on the screen so you can see as well. <laughs> why is he your Darius co- David? Well, basically, because <laughs> I'd seen Darius that, I'd seen dish. that production of Lame Is twice, and he's the best thing about it. By like, not. I mean, he's so such a brilliant Javert. If anyone knows Lame Is well enough, uh, Javert is like you know probably it, prob- Javert probably has the best songs uh, in the in the show. But um, he's so good. That I kept talking about him uh, to my wife, and then she she logged that information on when my daughter was born. I got a message on camp from Cameo from she Bradley. Stop talking about me, <laughs> but going like, mate, I'm really happy to you got a kid. Well, it was a lovely message. Is he American? Uh, no, no, he's English. Oh. Uh, the other one I got. Have you ever seen the sitcom Dave, American sitcom? I saw a bit of that about yeah. a rapper, white rapper. Oh yeah, I know it. There's a character called Gator in it, who's like his hype man, who's brilliant, and he. Um, I got one from him as well, and that was really cool. I imagine his price has gone up quite substantially How since. How are we spelling? G-A-T-A. Oh. Hang on, yeah, no, no, this guy. And, um, oh, yeah, one I got, yeah, that's it. This guy, he, um, he's and cool. The one I got sent from him was very good. Again, just wishing me a lot of luck for fatherhood. <laughs> and um, it's, uh, yeah, it was that thing I always took the piss out of Cameo and then I got two that I really liked. I was like, oh, this is really nice. They're from two people that I really do admire mm-hmm. and, and then like Julian sent work. you one and you were like oh. yeah yeah I pissed I deleted it mate. didn't even <laughs> didn't read even it watched it all of it <laughs> <laughs> didn't watch the full like, seven seconds oh. <laughs> oh didn't oh no what did we do in your bird didn't we have to oh no we had to write something didn't we well oh yeah I got like a sort of on my 40th birthday it was like a, a, a book of photos oh of that was it yeah nice. my wife got everyone to send me messages she copied that off me for her 40 if I did that oh. put a scrapbook together and I got all of her friends family to send a photo of them together and send a message and I put it all in a book that's cute oh, oh you guys are adorable I'm a very I'm, I'm a good present buyer are you yeah, yeah. and not, not just buyer but I'll you got you know. me a very thoughtful present earbuds but it's very thoughtful because I really like them well, it's, a, it's a reusable earbud yeah. can you get me a present please Yes. Thank you. I'll have to think, though. What do you like? Oh, oh, oh. Abigailia is joining. Oh, There's somebody at the door. Abigailia, roving reporter from we, we Edinburgh, is live on air. <laughs> oh. Is it going to work? Oh, no, we just saw a little grey gray circle. No, the guest up. is here. I just need to... Um, oh, my God. We can yes. see it on the screen. We cannot hear it, it yet. We cannot hear you yet, We're going to try and sort the sound out. Airpiece. Um... Abigail's live from Ukraine. Oh no, now it's on me. That's you. What are you doing? You got you and Abigail on the screen. We're having an absolute nightmare here at CPI Towers. Um, Got some technical (laughs) problems, guys. Here we go. Ah, right. Now what's happening with the sound? We've got Abigail floating in the middle of the screen. 
Is, is, is her placement there okay? Uh, her placement is good. We can't hear her I would yet. go a bit higher up. Move her up so she's I just didn't want to get in the way of your logo. I don't care about a logo. Okay. We're, more, we're more than a logo. I just baby. need to figure out Figure out the sound. Can you hear us, Abigailia? Right, oh, she... so she can hear us. Um, um, so until we sort the sound, we can only communicate with nods <laughs> and uh, shakes of the head. Um, there must be... Hang on. Um, let's check. Is what it... about that? Uh, let's try it. Testing, testing. Testing one, two. Hello, can you hear me? Yes. Yay! It works. Fuck. I didn't think... So I never thought the... this was going to work. That's, you should have had more faith in me. I should have. Uh, but Goliath, thanks for joining us. Yes. Live from Edinburgh. With... Hello, yes. everyone. You are the first. We've um, we've we discussed it uh, as an idea uh, last week, but then we never actually got round to it. So you're the first live from Edinburgh guest we've had to give us an update, feedback, thoughts on the fringe 2022. Feels like a big year from down here. What's the general vibes up there? Okay. Suicides? Well, first of all, <laughs> I have been I have been very good about not going out too much so far. Nice. And. Um, um, so I've been really behaving myself. And that being said, I did have a little breakdown yesterday and my boyfriend was like, I think you definitely need to go out and get smashed. Yeah. So there's that. Was it like a cute breakdown or was it like a breakdown breakdown? It was like a cute breakdown. So basically like the hot goss or the big issue is because there hasn't been a proper fringe in like three or four years now, or, you know, there was one last year, but it doesn't count. Uh, all of the staff, all the techs in the front of house are brand spanking new. There's no return people. Oh. So every venue is just a bit chaotic this year. I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to be like, everything's great. My show's great. Everything's lovely. We want to hear the real shit. Well, no, because yeah. you're not, I've, 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 I've not, you know, I've not been following it much like on, like, I've, I've, I don't know when you open Twitter and you see people sharing reviews and stuff, but from mm -hmm. talking to a couple of friends up there, they were saying that, yeah, there's, there is a few uh, issues from the time that the break that has happened. You know, they were saying, they're actually saying that, uh, numbers are a little bit down on pre-COVID, not massively. It's like but there's so there many is a shows. slight drop off. It might just be that, yeah, it might be the, the shows. There, there seems to be a, it's a, quite a boom year for shows, so it might just physically be numbers of audience can't really well, make up all of it. Here's the thing with audience numbers being down: every fucking year, audience numbers are down. Yeah, because, it's true. <laughs> like it rained, it was sunny, it yeah, was yeah, yeah. you know the Olympics was on in Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, so, like it's that thing, but then at the end, it happens every year where they say numbers are down. Everyone says numbers are down, but at the end, the Fringe Society released their numbers, and like, numbers were up eighteen million people. <laughs> it like, just wasn't your show, <laughs> pal. <laughs> yeah, no, numbers were down. It's just, it's just like my fuck, my numbers were down. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, what's the actual vibe though? What's the sort of are people in good spirits? Are people enjoying it? I think mostly everyone's really in good spirits. Um, everyone I've talked to so far is having a good time. The weather has been like amazing. Like I don't oh, have to nice. walk around with a jacket. Once it gets dark, you'll need a jacket. But like mm. yesterday it was, I don't know what it is in Celsius, but in American temperature, that's why I call Fahrenheit, uh, <laughs> it's like 80 degrees out. It's like unseasonably warm. Does it make Edinburgh. the gig room hotter? Are the, are the gigs 
like I have AC in no, my no, room. I hope that it would have no effect on a room, <laughs> would it? <laughs> what are you talking about? No, because that's always that. a problem a lot oh, in yeah. Edinburgh, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. The heat of the room, let alone when the temp, and that's when it's raining there. Like that's true. Let alone the. But temp- in the rain, when it's like sometimes the rainy days in Edinburgh are the worst because it's sort of humid and the humid, and it's almost yeah. like a sauna. Everyone comes in with wet jackets into these little sweat boxes, and you can feel the water going into the air, and everyone's all fucking sweaty and messed up. Yeah, Whereas yeah. it's just a warm day, it's normally all right. It's when it's the double whammy is where it fucks you up a bit. Yeah, it hasn't what? rained, I don't think, since I've been here. Maybe once for a few Whoa, minutes in the very early morning. Unheard but like, of. It is so nice right now. What? Where are you? What's your venue? Uh, I am at the Tron. Nice. For, it's a great venue. Connor. Yeah, great. It's 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 been really nice. It's I it, it's my first time doing a pay what you want venue. And there's definitely some pros and cons that I did not consider that I I thought I knew exactly what it was going to be like. And, um, but I do really like the room. Yeah. It's a cool room. What is the, um, just the tonic? What are the pros and the cons? Let's not, let's let people into the secret. Okay. So I would say, so my venue pay what you want means that you can either come in for free and then I have a bucket afterwards and you drop some money in or you can reserve in advance and buy a ticket in your guaranteed entry. Yes. Um, the bucket has been plentiful mm. and okay. that has been very encouraging. More you so than I You do a good speech at the end of the show about the I bucket. Do. Oh, I got it. Oh, I got a good the hook. second and... half an hour of the show is a bucket. Yeah, speech. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> It's called Alice. The show's the show called is Bucket called... Speech. That's, I, I've said this before. It's an idea I came up with for a show. Bucket Speech. Uh, it's called Bucket Speech. And it literally is an hour-long bucket speech. <laughs> I was so bad I at it. I might do it next year. It would be a funny concept show. It yeah, makes such a difference. The idea I actually had was it was going to be a package show where it's three comics doing 20-minute bucket speeches each. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so you book people that. to come and do your best 20-minute bucket speech. So there's no comedy at all other than bucket speech. Do Goldsmith uh... headlining every single one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Killing it every day. That fucking guy, because he also obviously used to be a street performer. Oh, yeah. He's so like good. genuinely one of the best bucket speeches. Twelve on earth. grand oh. a, bu- a bucket. <laughs> oh, do you know? Do you know his little trick? I'll out um, him. I don't care. It, is it he the gives... uh, getting somebody to put a note in? Yeah, he yeah, gives someone this. a note. Is that true to... though? Because I've heard that said about other people as well. I um, I'm pretty sure it's true. true because my boyfriend went to see him uh, years ago. And the guy he gave the note to didn't understand what to do. So it just became a really awkward situation. Yeah, so basically for listeners, viewers, uh, the trick is you get somebody early doors in the queue to throw a note in in front of everyone. So the bucket's there, get somebody to chuck a £20 note in, and it just almost like psychologically gets in everyone's mind, oh, fuck, I should throw a note in. Does that work, though? People are simple-minded, mate. You know, we're if sort I of, we're see pack animals. Put a twenty-quid note in. I'm like, oh, it's all right that I. Only yeah, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you got a round of comedy and see you later. That, that was from <laughs> us. And just walk yeah. through. that was from us. Did my partner yeah. put some yeah, in? Yeah, my that guy who walked out. He was my mate. It's my dad. Um, so yeah, I, so your the bucket has I, been plentiful. But the bucket has been plentiful. But but, and I think this has to do with one. There's no app this year, which I've everyone's this, still yeah, annoyed that with. Annoying. And two, there is no box office at my venue. Like the Just the Tonic uh, yes. box office is like you have to go down there, blah, 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 blah. So uh, my pre-sales, I get a show report at noon every day. And my pre-sales almost do not move at right. all. I oh, really? Which, 
Yeah, which surprised me because when I was in the paid venues, if I woke up and I had 24 pre-sales, I know I would have 50 by the time the show starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so with this pay what you want model, I thought I would get the best of both worlds, the best both the free fringe and the paid fringe. And instead, I feel like if people understand they can just come in and pay what you want, I'll get people the walk-ups are very good but no one's buying tickets no one's guaranteeing a ticket on the day it's almost like it's like they're waiting i will wait and try and get in for free yeah Um, yeah that's what i because i did the only time i've done i've done pay what you want a couple of times but i've only ever done it in very small venues like purposely i did the bus and i did the yurt both like 50 seats so like Mm -hmm. i I always did I, i had that thing where it was like literally every ticket was available to reserve and like, but people knew that if there was a couple left, they might get in free. And then after yeah. a couple of days of it's just selling out, then people just start booking because they're like, oh, I tried to get in that day and it was full. So like, yeah. sort of, it, I ended up doing it in that way where it p- sort of perpetuated to the point where people just had realized they had to buy in advance. But yeah, otherwise, that's... yeah, definitely like the first like weekend that festival I did it, I remember like, yeah, there was just people just loads of people just coming up chancing their army yeah, i saw it i thought i'd see if it was room to get in it's like why don't you fucking buy a ticket you cheeky yeah. I, I did the i did the tron it was the first year of pay what you want and um i just said i don't want to do pay what you want i just do a bucket i don't know why i didn't yeah. really understand it <laughs> so i was like let's just do a bucket." so i just did a hundred percent bucket yeah yeah four grand an hour <laughs> no bucket speech <laughs> They should just pickpocket people. <laughs> but it's got your mate to put three thousand. But then I'd have to. But I'd have to get the bucket of money, everyone. take it to the offices, and mm-hmm. they'd count it. But then I'd have to go to a bank and put it all in, and it was like a ball ache, man. Oh man, I've done. Uh, I did the free fringe once, and that was I did the counting house ballroom about five years ago. It's a big room, so the days when you yeah. do well on the old bucket, fucking you are you are, you basically walk home with Buy a, a bucket of money. Yeah. And um, I just let it build up. You can up. eat that day. In a shoebox over the month. That shoebox was like mad shit, man. Like a drug dealer. Yeah, look at this. It's oh, mad, isn't it? Nice. Yes. Look at them green tanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Notes in the bucket, boys. But you do but, feel like you feel a bit grotty with all this cash laying around. Yeah. it's. I mean, I do now come home right after my shows because I don't want to just carry it around oh, man, in my dangerous. bag. Yeah, it's it, it makes me shit faced and buying a car. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what have you seen? Have you seen any other shows yet? That's always the. Uh, so my one. buddy Anthony DeVito is here from New York, and he I has. I saw his sh- show listed because it it says I'm not Danny DeVito's son in the blur. Yeah, exactly, and it's about um, his dad, and I'm pretty sure all of his press says it so I, i'm pretty sure i can just say it. his dad was a made man in the mafia Ooh-wee. and he cool. and he found a friend out of ours. like friend of us <laughs> later in life um and Did he, uh, so he and didn't yeah. find out until he was older yeah he didn't know until he was oh. older weirdly we were just talking about that before you came in about like when when you if you find stuff out about your parents when you were young that you didn't know would it change you would it change your childhood retrospectively i was saying no Obviously, Anthony DeVito's uh, it's got a, dis- a different opinion. That's quite a nice thing to find out. Though. Yeah, what you I find don't... out your? We talking about find out what your dad was a probably a committed mass homicide over his life. Yeah, business, it, I mean, business. I would say that uh, 
trying not to give too much away about Anthony's show. Uh, he respectfully disagrees with you. Uh, okay, it changes. Yes. It changes things. But uh, also, I saw a Kate Barron show, which oh, yeah. is on in my venue. Very, very good. good. Yes. Very fun. She. Um, so like I've now been doing Edinburgh long enough that I'm like a microphone. That's all I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I want. And she does a whole storytelling show, and then she has this, like, really cool light she uses afterward or during the show. But it's one light that she had to rent for the whole show. It's very an effective piece of theater. Like, I think it really adds to it. But part of me is like, man, that's, that's, I haven't. Another person in the Tron, Aaron, who's on before me, she's using a screen every day. Yeah, and I'm like, so annoying. I will never, never do any props or tech for a no, fringe. I've again. only ever done one show with a projector like... and it was just the most tedious fucking thing I've ever had to do. Like you just get oh, so bored of it. Well, yeah, actually, here's the big drama. Uh, day two. Uh, so also they do not have a te- enough text in edinburgh totally i've heard this somebody who's it somebody put a note out today saying they've lost their tech for the rest of the run if they don't have our one tech, they're gonna have to cancel their run our tech got covid oh so she's been gone so what they're doing is they're like trying to run people in to like tech our shows really quick and like i said i have house lights on off a song yeah, i want yeah. played at the beginning a song i want played at the end and the girls in my room are like freaking out because they have tech and now there is no tech. Oh, and not shit. only is there no tech, there's no like kid running around who's like desperate to fill an hour and will definitely do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, happened you- a bit in the Mel- at Melbourne. I was at Melbourne Comedy Festival and that was like, you know, COVID was doing the rounds. And yeah, there was text dropping like flies. There was text like, my tech one night had to just leave the show um to go and sort of get another show up and running and then dash back just to do the end of my show just the lights up it's a good that. time for text then isn't it they could literally go there and just charge double yeah yes yeah so you go up and do it so, you don't yeah. have to do it for half the bucket just do it get up there baby. Know, not now baby. we're busy yeah. right now yeah <laughs> after this um yeah it's gonna be i forgot about that i forgot covid's still a thing isn't it oh, still yeah. still doing the rounds isn't it Oh, yeah. I think a lot more people probably have it up there than are saying they do because yeah, we've yeah. all spent definitely. so much money. I think there's the old... There's definitely know, comics a, with it. Cough. They know they've uh, got it. They've been don't know. Well, I reckon they just wouldn't do a test. Most comics up there, I reckon, would be like, I'm not going to test because I don't want to know. The audience well, need me. Someone in my venue who was a performer got it, so she's taken some time off. And our uh, tech got it. And uh, my producer is Brett Vincent, and he called me, and I was like, is this because we lost our tech? And he's like, I want you to carry detail wipes with you at all time and uh, hand yeah, sanitizer. And then I saw him later that day. Does he think that kill, it, kills it? I, I mean, I think it helps. I don't know. Oh, it he does, just doesn't yeah. want sanitizer. me to get sick. And, uh, and like, we were just having a chat, and then he just looks at me and yells, where's your hand sanitizer? I was like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> people, are people wearing masks and shit out there. What's it like? I, I, I assumed Scotland was a little bit more strict than L- London was. So I assume people up there would be a bit more vigilant than they were down here. 
question. Well, there's no mandate, so you don't like have to. No, no, to. but I mean in terms of culturally, it's like when I, you know, when I was in Australia, everyone's like people are still a bit sensitive and a lot of masks still knocking around. Whereas yeah, like, in London, people... the moment they stopped it, everyone's like. Ehh. Even in London yeah. now, though, I did a gig on Monday. There's two people with masks on. It's still around, aren't they? Some <laughs> shouted them. Yeah, take it off, you sheep. Cutler of snowflakes. <laughs> Cutler of Bill Gates. I'm talking loving. about the World Economic Forum, whatever it's called. Everyone goes. The New about. World Order. Um, but, but you see some people wearing masks around, but it's not like. Like you might see one or two people okay. with the mask on. It's not like it's not like half the room or a third of the room even is wearing masks. Like is it? It feels a bit like you know. I think you know, not wearing one when you're on a sort of I don't know a train or something. I get, but like if you're going into a sweaty cave, rammed full of people, like one's right there. I feel like a mask is like you know. <laughs> you come on, mate. There how, used to be a how guy. Effective, do you think that is? There used to be a guy that come in the sauna with two masks on he'd put two on and I'm like, no like, if he's scared of it if you're going maybe... into a sauna i know yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I you're opening say... up all the pores of your body yeah, but then as soon as the government said in. it's not mandatory or something he just took his mask off. he didn't it doesn't like covid's not abiding by the government but if you don't go in a sauna in it have yeah. you seen any your absolute loot shit at the fringe have you seen any absolute shit that's a good question like I haven't seen that many shows yet. I haven't seen any like really shitty shitty shows. But if I did, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable like being like. Oh, no, no, you know, person. there's always like one <laughs> don't guy go in here. Room. Yeah, this. I mean, you know, someone's given him a chance, and he's got some money, and he's he's doing a monologue about oh, like his mum. Um, I haven't my seen show that next guy. Year's yet. Gonna be me <laughs> talking about my dad for one hour. I never went to any shows. Oh, I did with you. I went to one, and then I was like, that was on the like the last weekend. Uh, I, like, yeah, I should have yeah. just seen shut up. Yeah. It's really fun. I didn't go to any at do all. You guys, so wait, do you only watch comedy shows then? If you go, I don't. I tend to actually watch quite a lot of theatre. I go to the theater. cinema. No, I didn't do any. No, I do. I, I'm a th I, I tend to watch more theatre than comedy mm. when I'm at the Fringe, just because it's not. You know, it's I see comedy all year round, isn't it? Mm. Whereas, like, yeah, a lot of the sort of cool Fringe theatre. That's where you get all the that's where the weird shit is in theatre. Exactly. You see a yeah. lot. Of, I've seen a lot of cool stuff up there that has then transferred to like the national and things mm. like you know in the not the main national in the sort of the Dorfman and things like that, but um, yeah, I'm a bit. I'm a, I, I do like a bit of theatre myself. <laughs> I like, I like going to the circus. Um, yeah, I mean that's another one. To get to see a bit of cabaret, a bit of circus, a bit of fucking. Are the Lady Boys of shit. Bangkok up there? Yeah, they are. <laughs> Julian knows he's, he's in their WhatsApp group. <laughs> <laughs> so they're up there in the meadows again, are they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their tents they're, there. I assume it's their tent. They'll yeah. never miss a year. There's always going to be sort of. It's, they're I, an I, institution. I, what are their audience like? Do you Wait, hang on. Are you? You're not joking. Lady Boys of Bangkok. It's an Edinburgh institution. Goes up every really? year. It's yeah. a tent on the meadows. You see them walking around. A, a show. They're not doing anything well, like, what, sex, yeah, sexual. The show? the show is them doing like singing and doing oh, nice yeah. things. It's <laughs> almost like a. Uh, <laughs> it's a sex It's show. almost like a Vegas <laughs> show, isn't it? I think it is. Yeah, I, but yeah. I think that. It would be one of them things where a lot of like middle-class, so middle-aged Scottish people go to thinking they're being all risque going to watch the Lady Boys of Bangkok. And it's just like, different. just literally a Lady boy singing like, my way. <laughs> <laughs> so, and they're like, oh, it was great. We I thought, I thought it was a sex kind of thing. Like There's they get no their, sex at all. There's they no, get their willies they? out. <laughs> it's not getting, no one's getting their willy out in that show. Right. That's the end of this week's public episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, what happens now, Julian? 
they can, if they want to hear the rest of the episode, they can go over to patreon.com slash wearetvi. There you go. Once you've signed up there, you can hear the rest of the episode. You can hear all the old Patreon episodes, exclusives, whatever. Um, it's 45p a week. Is it? Is it? Mm. That's cool. Mm. I didn't know that. Um, Easy life. There we go. It's even cheaper than I thought. So do that. And um, But if not, don't worry. You can listen to next week's public episode when it's released. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>